Hello, and we're back with another episode of A Toda Madre, the podcast. Y'all, I'm so excited to be with you and drop some deliciousness. So I'm going to just own it. I'm so sorry. I completely had some technical technical difficulties. Ooh, my coffee hasn't hit yet, y'all. Um, I had some technical difficulties yesterday, and I couldn't upload the podcast episode, and then it turned into... A situation where I just had to record the whole thing because just something happened with the audio. I'm not even sure. Like, I can't explain it, etc. So I'm just going to be open and transparent about that. So that's why you're getting this episode on Tuesday, February 21st versus our always Monday drop. Um, So, yeah, that's 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 I just yeah, out the gate with that one. Now. Guys, I'm really excited because on my Instagram account, I can't believe, I always say IG, on my account, I just posted that I'm going to be having and hosting a How to Be More Confident webinar this upcoming Thursday, February 23rd, and it's going to be so good. The link is in my bio. It is absolutely free, and I just want to touch really quick that If you've ever been interested in working with me or you're like, I want to know what kind of coaching style she has or like, what is it like to actually be in a space with her? This will give you that option. This will give you that taste. And so it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I have lots of really great energy. I have lots of really good tools and strategies to drop with you. And so again, Go visit my um, my IG grid. The post is there. I'm really feel having a moment with neons. You can't miss it. Now, another thing that I want to share, because again, raw and real. Um, I love that the past couple episodes have just really been resonating. I have loved that I've be, I've been getting messages from people who are like, "Oh my God, I'm binging." all of your podcasts. I love it. I'm here for it, etc. I'm so happy. That is so great. I love that kind of feedback. And so I'm happy to just be continuing to serve in this way. So that's, that's really awesome. So thank you. Okay. One thing that is happening in my life right now is, um, cause again, just making it more raw and real guys, I am having a moment with finding really good decor that fits our home. I know that sounds crazy and you're probably like, okay, not that big of a deal. But guys, when I tell you that I have actually really practiced some constraint and a lot of self-discipline about not just buying whatever to throw up on our walls and I've actually picked out every single piece and I absolutely love it for our house. I don't have to convince ourselves of anything. Let me tell you, there is the self-work in that, right? Because when you walk around your house and there's just bare ass walls everywhere, it's not a vibe. It is not a vibe. And I am the first one to admit that. But I am so proud to say that I'm now in a space where I'm feeling a lot more creative. I'm ready to continue the unpacking and the organizing. And I'm in a good space. Also, full transparency, I thought I was going to be really productive when Drake was gone um, and he, he, ha, ha jokes on me because no, Charlie is also in a phase in his life where he would like, he would like to see me at all times. 
So if I walk away to do something, he is not that far behind. And he is also in a space of like, oh, I want to help you, but I want to help you take everything out. I don't want to help you organize anything. I want to help you take everything out, which is totally fine. And again, I just, I just really decided to ride the wave on that. So, you know, just sometimes you got to roll with the punches and those were the punches thrown and I'm with it. I'm with it. That, that's, that's what we're doing. That's how, what the vibe is. So yeah. Um, so guys telling you now target is hot. Home goods is hot. Um, there's a lot of good stuff right now. And, um, shout out to my girl, Lydia from everyday home. Um, cause she inspires me and that's just kind of like my energy and, um, well, you know what? Actually really creepy story. I didn't know her in real life and I posted her on IG and I was like, can anybody be the mutual friend to introduce me? And somebody did. And then we became friends. So social media weirdness to a win. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Back on track after, cause I just wanted to share like what's going on in my life. But guys, I wanted to talk about call outs slash mirrors. And this is a really important episode. This is also an episode that might make you feel a little triggered. This is also an episode where you're going to feel like, Ooh, shit. The pastor is talking to me today. Um, or very much like, damn, how does Sylvia know my life? I don't even like her. She doesn't even go here. Totally. I'm about to take a sip of my coffee. Delish. Anyways. So with that being said, and I know you're going to think it's super cheesy because my husband is a pilot, but yes, I just, I, whatever I get insp inspiration from anywhere, but as Drake flies an airplane, especially the big ones, but in a lot of situations, there has to be two people flying the plane. And no matter what, as pilots, there's a very standardized way of flying. Yes, everybody adds their own secret sauce, but for everyone to drive and fly the same airplanes, right? I didn't mean to say drive. For everyone to fly the same airplanes, it does require kind of like a standardized way of flying so that anybody who is certified and equipped to do it flies it in the same kind of way, right? So one of those things that is so standardized is that they're taught to make callouts. They are taught to make callouts to each other between the captain and the first officer. So the person who sits in the right seat and they are taught to communicate and to call it out. So if they see something, if something changes within the system, if something changes, like, like just things that are coming up or weather or clouds or whatever it is, they have learned to call it out in a specific way so that they're always on the same page. Okay. Now calling it out also helps them where maybe the plane is dropping a little lower than it should. 
and the pilot is focused on something else. The other person calls it out. So it brings attention to maybe a place that their focus isn't, but it stops them before something, you know, like detrimental happens or something, you know, you know, it's just like trying to avoid something bad happening. They call it out to ensure that he sees it, to ensure that they both see it and they're both on top of it. Because another thing is like they could both call it out or they could both recognize it. But like, where's the solution coming into play? Right. So that that's another piece is like also deciding, OK, who is going to do something about it? Now, the reason why this was so important to me is because during the time and if you're new here, my husband is a pilot and he was in training for Southwest and my husband had to be gone for 55 days. So for 55 days, I had to mom it alone with a toddler. And my and let me tell you, like my kid just turned two on February 7th. So he's a fresh two. So I, I had a little baby. And with that being said, I thought that things would just go as normal. Was I a little tired than normal? Yes, because again, I was doing everything by myself. But I also had to just be in my head of showing myself a ton of grace and also releasing a lot of things that just like I couldn't have that many things under control because just again, it's just humanly impossible. And so I want to give you this example specifically that really made me think of it. So I, I'm i a recovering do-it-all. And, I, and that means that I'm a recovering person who feels like She's a planner. She is, I, I don't, there's a difference between being controlling and a controller. Do we do things so that we stay in control? Yes, but I'm not a controlling person. Like I don't tell Drake what to do or others around me what to do. So I just want to different, make that difference. But am I going to control things that I do have control of? Yes. Do I fight, sometimes fight God on it? Oof, sometimes with my like teeth and hair. But like he always ends up winning. So with that being said, when Drake was gone, I felt like I was supposed to remain the same. When Drake was gone, I felt like I still was just supposed to do all the things that I normally do when Drake is home. And that just mentally wasn't possible, physically wasn't possible, and just like situational wasn't possible. And so my mind had to change around that and I had to release a lot of control and be like, okay, not everything can get done. But before I reached that point, my husband had to call it out. Okay. So as I'm telling myself, no, everything is as normal as it was. I can still do everything, 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 everything that I normally do when you're here. Drake had to remind me, hey, this is your reminder that I love you. You're doing a good job, but you don't have to do it all. 
because prior to him saying that, I was complaining about how much I had to do and how I felt like I was constantly running out of time or I was getting frustrated with myself that I couldn't have as much coverage as I normally do. And then Drake had to pipe up and be like, hey, love you. But again, this is temporary and this is complete, completely situational. I'm at training right now. You normally don't run a, a household by yourself. And I just want you to know that I'm calling it out for you that you don't have to do it all. And sometimes you need somebody to call it out. Sometimes you need somebody to say like, yo, I just want to let you know you're doing a good job, but you can release the pressure. And as soon as he said that, I literally was like, wow, thank you so much for saying that out loud because I needed to hear that call out. And aside from that call out, your people should kind of be like mirrors. They like hold up a mirror to your blind spot. So that's why I'm saying if you don't really understand the reference of a call out, then for sure you'll understand the reference of a mirror. People will hold up mirrors in your life to show you your blind spot. And that was absolutely a blind spot for me that I couldn't see, that I, I hadn't released the pressure in, and that I really needed to show myself a lot of grace in. And I know that we had, we just had an episode and I remember I said I was going to be doing this episode right after the friendship episode is that it's a really good time to also take self inventory in being like, do I have friends and family or a spouse or a partner or my romantic relationship or whoever it is in your quick, small tribe within your reach of your vicinity Will those people call it out to you? Will those people really truly hold up a mirror and show you where your blind spot is? But in a loving way. Not in a way of like, hey, you're super fucking it up. No, in a way of like, hey, hey, let's let's bring your attention here and I just I want to bring this up to you so that you know and we know and we both know and we can come to like some type of solution or we can come to some kind of decision around a release. And I want to give you some examples. And this is real life examples too. Some of these, um, well, you'll know when it's like a real life example because I'll probably expand. But for example, it's necessary to have people call it out or be your mirror when you're fucking it up. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you're fucking it up. And I say this because I have been in this position before of fucking it up with my best friend. And that's another thing about relationships, especially when you've been friends for a long time, because Sierra and I have been friends since the sixth grade. So that literally equals a gazillion years. Um, 
Okay, like more. We've been friends for more than 10 years. I, I can't do the math fast, but anyways, with that being said, Sierra has openly told me when I'm being a shitty friend, when or how I've acted different when I dated certain or specific kind of individuals or how I'm doing when it comes to my career, when it comes to what I'm doing like in my job slash occupation. Does that make sense? And she's done it in a way where she expresses how I've made her feel. But she's also done a really good job in being like, I'm not going anywhere, but we need to fix this. Because guys, in friendships, there's always going to be, I don't, and I don't say always like it's going to be, you're always going to be having problems. No, but with a person that you've been friends with that long, there are going to be some annoyances. There are going to be some misunderstandings. There are going to be some times where just like feelings happen to get hurt because of a mistake or an accident or etc. But it's about taking the time to call it out or be willing to be a mirror for someone or vice versa. Also, letting people be the caller outer and the mirror for you. Because another piece of it is also taking accountability. Because you could also absolutely close your eyes and be like, la, 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 nothing's happening. I don't hear you. I don't see you. I'm avoiding that mirror. I don't want to see it. And that responsibility is a thousand percent yours. Another thing is, another example is when you're avoiding your own feelings. And I just described that. And a lot of times this happens within girl groups, right? When you're talking to the wrong guy. When you're in a romantic relationship with the wrong person who disrespects you, who mistreats you, who treats you like an option, And you're avoiding how you really feel because for a moment it feels so nice to have some attention from someone or to feel like you're desired by someone or to have that good morning text to wake up to or to have that good night text in the evening because you know, ooh, at least I was thought about. But your friends, your family, the people who are your mirrors or your caller outers are the ones who are like, why are you taking crumbs when you deserve a whole ass plate? And here is another one when you're band-aiding. And I, it's funny because I just talked about this last night with a couple of um, clients I was coaching. When you're band-aiding, when you are in a space where you just want a quick fix, you know that there's a problem, there's a big underlying problem, but you just want a band-aid to put, to slap something on and keep it moving. 
You don't want any real change. You don't want any real healing. You don't want to learn from the lesson. You just want to throw a Band-Aid on and keep doing what you're doing in your situationship, in the way you're navigating that specific issue. You are just cruising. You are not interested in handling it and finding a solution. Another example is when you're defensive AF. This really goes back to the person that like doesn't want to see the mirror. They don't they don't want to see the call out. They're like la 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 I'm ignoring. Or even worse yet you again you're defensive you're gonna fight them for holding up the mirror for being that representation that you know you need deep down but you just don't want to hear it because it hurts it stings um i'm just gonna record this and i will text sierra Because I didn't ask her if I could say talk about this specifically, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it, and I'm just not gonna say specific details or names. But there was a time where I and I, I think most of you know this if you've followed me for a long time. Sierra, who is my best friend, has been one of my life lessons that has always been so good for me. And well, when we were younger, she decided to get married when we were really young. So she got married when we were 19. And I say we because we are literally the same age. And she married her. I don't even want to say high school sweetheart because I don't like that reference. I (laughs) personally, I sound really salty about this just because. That is my one toxic trait. If you are horrible or mean to my friends, I will absolutely just like write you off for the rest of your life. Um, But again, so she decided to get married to this person that she knew from high school because I'm not going to say high school sweetheart. And she, we all knew each other. And it's interesting because we all knew each other from elementary school. And she married this man at 19. And things just didn't work out. I don't want to say trash is trash, but if you were to see me right now, I am wiggling my eyebrows and definitely giving you a facial expression of trash is definitely trash. Also, if you can hear in my background, Charlie and Drake are building our dining room table and um, there is nothing I can do. Uh, So... Anyways, got married at 19. It just didn't work out. And I remember in the midst of them breaking up and filing for divorce, even though she knew it was the right thing to do, I remember saying out loud once, and I was, again, we were just at her house. We were hanging out. And I remember saying out loud to her, and I didn't even say it in a mean way. I remember saying out loud, well, you know, like, it's kind of like you in your situation. It's over when it's over. And it and it's really over. 
And I think her hearing that sentence out loud really meant a lot. It like solidified, okay, I filed for divorce. Wow, she spoke it out loud. This is really happening. And sometimes you're just not ready to hear it out loud. Sometimes when somebody speaks it out, it just makes it way too real. And again, Sierra was in a very defensive AF space and she absolutely threw me out of her house. And I know you're thinking like, what the fuck? Yes, I was just as shocked as you are listening to me right now. I didn't cuss her out. I I just said, oh, well, when it's over, it's over. And you know that it's over. And she absolutely kicked me out of her house. She also didn't cuss me out, but she literally said, hey, I'm going to shower. I think it's time for you to go. And I looked at her confused like, Bitch, I have always waited for you while you shower. You do anything. I just like wait in your room for you and we're fine. And I'm looking at her all confused and she's like, but no, for real, like, I think it's time for you to go. So she totally kicked me out of her house. And now it is a very funny memory that we talk about and we literally say it. And we always say like, dude, remember that time you kicked me out of your house? It is a ha ha he he moment now, but I'm not going to lie to you when she kicked me out. I walked to my car and I sat there and I cried in my car because I couldn't believe she had kicked me out. And I was like, and then again, spiral. Oh my God. Are we going to stop being friends? We've been friends for the, since the sixth fucking grade. And now we're going to stop being friends because I said something, even though I thought she already knew. But again, I was holding up a mirror that she wasn't necessarily ready to see And I know and I take responsibility that my delivery wasn't necessarily the greatest. And I know that. And in hindsight, I can take responsibility. And I remember days later, I did say sorry. And I was like, dude, I, yes, I fucked up. But again, I thought your, your headspace was in a completely different space. And she was like, I wasn't ready to hear that. I was still in the space of like, bitch, I just like fucking filed for divorce. And that in itself was a lot for me. I wasn't ready to hear the realness of people speaking it out loud. She was not ready to see the mirror that I was holding up. She was not ready for me to call it out to her to make sure we were on the same page. And that also is a skill of being in that space with this. Another example, when you're on the right track and and could could implement something. So now making it a little bit more positive with the call outs and the mirrors. Maybe your friends are finally really happy. Maybe your mom, your parents, maybe everybody's like, dude, you're killing it with what you're doing. But you know what would be great if you added this? recognizing and knowing that it's not coming from a, you're doing it wrong, but maybe they just genuinely want for you to implement something helpful. They see something that you are providing that could be helpful in that same kind of space. Again, they're calling it out because they're like, yo, I want to be on the same page with you, but I want you to also see this. I want you to see it through this specific lens. I want you to look in this mirror and check this specific blind spot because, you know, like maybe you could be missing this. 
And again, all in all, this example is for you to recognize that we're all on the same page and how important it is to take responsibility and find a solution. Right? Beautiful. And I know that I gave you very different examples, but I felt like that was necessary because you can do it in both spaces, in both a negative space and a positive space. Does it happen more in a negative space? Totally. Because again, and maybe you're the friend who just stays quiet. And I just want you to know that that is a disservice to your friends. And you're going to probably tell me, well, they're defensive AF. Maybe, but then that means that you don't want to, that you're not giving them the opportunity to grow. You're not giving them the opportunity to see things that they can't possibly see. And also my next question is, why are you in a relationship where everybody refuses to grow and everybody is defensive as fuck and no one wants to take responsibility for their growth or whether or not they're seeing things? That's crazy. That's literally like, I refuse to grow. I'm going it, to, it's like that phrase, like bloom where you are planted, except nobody wants to bloom and uh, we're not doing any kind of planting. That's crazy. That's crazy. So again, I know that this could be a very triggering episode because maybe you're sitting there and you're being like, I'm the defensive as fuck person. Maybe you're sitting here right now and you're like, I don't have people who are willing or loving enough to call it out for me or to hold up a mirror for me in a positive way. And this is a good space to really recognize and see, damn, how can I invite myself in spaces where I can grow and somebody will hold up a mirror or call it out for me? And I just want to let you know, because I'm going to be talking about it forever now, is that Atoda Madre group coaching is now going to be open starting Thursday. That cart officially opens. And that is a perfect place for someone to hold a mirror up to you and to call it out to you in the most loving manner and in a way that will hype you the fuck up. Even if you're coming in and you're like, yo, we coming in with scraps, like my life is absolute shit right now. Let me tell you, my biggest compliment is like, whoa, Sylvia, you always know how to the, how to fucking hype me up. I sure do. I sure do. And I already see all the good in you. Because that is why I do what I do. Okay, so I encourage you once again, sign up for my webinar. I encourage you once again, look up the details to a toda madre coming up. The time is now. And I really hope that this podcast super resonates in the fact that, wow, I need these kind of people in my life or I'm grateful I have these kinds of people in my life 
or I would like to be this kind of person who is able to receive these call outs in this, on these mirrors. Okay. You're doing awesome. You are navigating this life thing. Even when shit's really fucking hard. And I'm going to leave you with an affirmation. I just need to find my piece of paper real quick. If you guys can hear Drake, I am sorry. Here is an affirmation that one of my clients shared last night, and I just absolutely love it. We came up with it together. I am a result of trusting the process. I am the result of trusting the process. And I know you probably a little bit want to fight this one because you're like, I don't always trust the process. That's okay. But most times you tap into it and will. Even though sometimes we tap out. It is something that you have done. There's evidence around the fact that you can trust the process. So I am a result of trusting the process. I'll see you on the next track. Bye.